And welcome everybody on today's episode of Screen Blend. You're joined by your regular hosts and favourite hosts, Cutty and Mason, as we discuss the latest news in the gaming world. Uh, is E3 going ahead? I'm not too sure. You'll have to find out on the show. Also, we rank our seven top streaming services here in Australia and give you recommendations of what to watch in those to use in this isolation and quarantine times. So please enjoy the show and welcome to Screen Blend. Welcome to Screen Blend, where all media collides. I'm your host, Jack, and my other co-host, Will Cutts. How are you, Mace? We're back again. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, And waking up and to see your face just makes it all all that better. I know, likewise. I was just going to say the same thing. So, yeah, once again, got my coffee, so I'm all ready to go. Yeah, I'm all I'm all ready to go. Um, also, mate, got, got our list. We've got a, a lot of stuff to sort of talk about today. And as you would have heard at the uh, opening of the show before our beautiful little bit of music that we slide into now, um, we've got a lot to talk about today. Again, news-wise is quietening down. Still there's, quite there's, limited, yeah. There, there's not a load to, to go on. Uh, what's disappointing for the industry, but I feel like that's pretty much everything at the moment. So use this time now to, to re- reflect on a lot of other things and today's about streaming services. Um, probably the perfect thing that we need right now um, in either our social distancing or isolation lifestyles. Yeah, you're probably already watching one if you listen to this podcast. Exactly. It's pretty much the most background thing at the moment. Everyone's just got on in the background, uh, re-watching old shows and we'll go into that um, today. But we'll, we'll start off with a little bit of news, Mace. You're reading the news today. Um, yeah, showing off a bit so, of your journalistic background, mate. Remember the days and, <laughs> and shout out the news and we'll have a little bit of a discuss. Yeah, so we'll go into some gaming news to start with. So E3, as many of you know, as Electronics Expo uh, video game um, convention held in Los Angeles in June every year. They were originally going to do an online um, event, but that's now officially been cancelled. So what that means for all the people who are going to go into E3 this year, like Microsoft, they're all going to have to announce their games and special events elsewhere throughout the year. So, so Mace, can, can I ask you why they've, because I understand you can obviously still do smaller events at the moment and maybe an online hmm. thing where, uh, again, all the companies that are doing, I, there's two ways. I guess if you're not actually at the event, uh, there's probably no point everyone doing it in-house at their own things and, and sending it off to a, a stream. You'd presume that, say, Microsoft will, Microsoft will do their own announcements uh, then in coming time to, to announce their new games and consoles? Yeah, because towards the, um, the beginning of this year, E3 was kind of slowly dying. Yeah. Everyone's seeing that it's you know kind of a backwards convention now in the way it's run. And how a lot of different, um, you know, media is all going to online streaming, like the Nintendo Directs, for example, yeah. and even PlayStation's going online as well to announce their new games. So I think a lot of the people who are now out of E3, they're just going; their own companies are just going to announce their own online streams, and E3 isn't going to have anything to do with it. Is that similar to, as we say, San Diego Comic Con? Um, that that's sort of dying off a little bit, and your big Marvel, sometimes DC and stuff, don't want to attend because um, they find more traction in themselves than having to wait in, in a room or they have to have, have announcements. Um, mm. what, what were you expecting to be announced at this, this E3, though? Was it the new Xbox and probably more details on the PlayStation, et cetera? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think, uh, well, some details have been announced on the Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. I think they were going to 
announce a few more new games lined up for the launch and maybe a bit more on um, games like um, like maybe Last of Us 2 was going to come out yeah. after. But I um, guess any DLC or stuff like that. But I don't think at this stage with the coronavirus, I think a lot of it would have been delayed anyway yeah. if it was to happen. I think the thing with with those conventions now, what sort of they struggle a little bit with is you can get the same hype, I guess, anyway, by putting out a trailer or putting out pictures on the internet. Oh, for sure. Then yeah. having to, I think nine times out of 10, the reason you do it is for the amount of people in the room and the screams and the fanfare. But also you can just get that on online and you get enough clicks and chat from it that way. So... Um, yeah, I mean, E3 has always been for the media yeah. more so than the public. Yeah. So, and with that, you know, if the media doesn't need to report on it, then I think everything's yeah. ha everyone's happy just to do their own thing. Enough, fair. Slide on. What's the next bit of news today, Mace? Yeah. And the next bit of news is there's a room in Mario Switch, a uh, bunch of remakes coming out oh, with okay. Mario Sunshine 64 and Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 as a whole package, yeah. all remastered. Um, just rumoured at the stage, nothing's been announced by Nintendo, but a few leaks have suggested that might be coming out sometime this year. Okay, that's interesting, because I remember that on, because Mario Galaxy was Wii, correct? Yes, it was. That was yeah. Wii. I remember the first one, that was a good game. And I'm not a massive Mario person um, in the end of Nintendo games. But I remember that was a good game. I, I enjoyed that, I'd probably end up. Would you be thinking just a complete remaster? Or would you be thinking a new story in that I way? would be thinking just almost a, like an overhaul of the graphics, maybe yeah. an update to some of the gameplay systems. Nothing like to nothing in terms of remaking the game, okay. so to speak. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's, I think, no, that's a good, that'd be good. And I think that's probably easy money for them to make in, in respect in this sort of time when you might not be able to remake games. You can just sort of update. I don't know the systems that it goes into, but that seems like an interesting mm. way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. So Mario fans should get excited. And then Lucky Last, uh, Final Fantasy VII has finally come out uh, about two days ago. Yep. Um, onto 360 and PlayStation 4. Yep. Sorry, 360. Jeez, I'm talking cool. the old Xbox One. What Xbox I mean. One. So that's officially out now after yeah, 23 years of uh, after coming out the PlayStation 1. Oh, far out. Um, I'm not a massive Final Fantasy person. Have you got it or are you getting it? I probably will get it just because it's getting fantastic reviews and the hype's yeah. always been pretty high for this one because it's been delayed quite a few times over the years and now it's finally out. I think, you know, people are digging it and especially during quarantine. Yeah. I think those, even those who aren't fans of Final Fantasy will pick this one up well as well. Uh, that's interesting. Just having a look at, um, just having a quick Google of it because I've never played any of the games. So it doesn't really fit in my niche area of uh, No. No, they're Japanese RPGs. So yeah, unless that's up your alley, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think it. I don't think it is. Um, the only <laughs> thing I was going to add on to to that uh, in the news that's just just come out, I did see a couple of tweets before saying a lot of the large uh, studios have started to uh, stand down a lot of staff at the uh, moment. Okay. So I think it was Disney. Uh, let me just do a quick. I just saw it before, Disney stand down staff. Um, yeah, Disney and Universal. Uh, some of the staff are standing down at the moment. Um, again, for how long, we're not sure, but it's mm. probably just precautionary in the end anyway for those businesses. Yeah, some yeah. roles are still there, but I'm guessing a lot of them are 
sort of more your production people where there's not much to produce at the moment. The only other thing I'm looking on a, on a couple of websites now, as we spoke about before and on episode two last week, good old Tiger King. That's literally anything that people are talking about now on social media because nothing else has really been released. Mm, mm. So uh, yeah, we're slowly starting to see the repercussions yeah, of the film the stream what they're going to do yeah yeah because i think that's it as we spoke about and and some on some other things i've spoken about is there's no um sports news and now we're getting into the entertainment industry and there's not much going on there uh regarding new castings or sort of uh many new things like we've spoken about especially on the mcu podcast uh last week so if you haven't listened to that also go give that a check out uh we ranked our top 20 all, all 23 marvel movies culminating in our, our top five so, Mace, should we move on to today's main segment of the show? Yes. So, like we said, we're going to be looking at streaming services today. So, just a heads up, though, before we go into ranking them, we're not going and discussing the kind of the freebie ones like Template or 7 Plus. Well, they, well they are, I will admit they're actually quite good streaming platforms. Yeah. Um, but we're more looking at the premium ones like Netflix or Stan. Um, today, and to add the second asterisk there again as we're australian uh, we don't yes. have as many streaming services or we will name maybe a couple that you don't have over in different countries um yeah, a like lot hulu of, yeah and we have a thing called stan what's only here in australia and has a lot of uh original content also that's it's not too bad but then we don't, uh, some of the stuff from overseas comes onto these services and our Netflixes and stuff are, are different from everybody else. Um, and yeah, so you may listen to some things and go, why is that on this platform or why isn't that on that platform? Uh, obviously in Australia, we have different distribution rights. Um, yes, and that's, that's the reason, that's the reason why. So, um, shall we just, Mace, just go through uh, a couple of them and what they have on offer and then we can go into a bit of a list sort of what's our favorite things on majority of the platforms yeah yeah so i think i think as actually i I reckon as we go we list off what's actually on them so we'll start with the ranking yeah so overall we're looking i'm we're both looking at seven of the bigger streaming platforms available in australia yeah and yeah we'll list them down but they are a combination of the following either apple tv amazon netflix dan disney um and foxtel and youtube as kind of the bigger ones that we'll be ranking today. That is correct. So I've just got my list here. So shall we just start out on, on the first couple? I think we can sort of bang out pretty quickly uh, with, yeah. with the reasons why. And I'd presume we're probably around the same uh, around seventh and sixth for me. I'm not going to put them in either order because I don't think they're that great is Apple and Foxtel. Am I talking the same language as you there? Well, I actually put uh, YouTube. YouTube? towards the back uh, end of my ranking that's i've got youtube at five so i'm going to go with though i think those three are in the bottom echelon of if i'm going to give it a label i would say that don't bother uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty straightforward i would just say don't bother with those because i think um again foxtel we've just got rid of our foxtel package um we just actually sent the box off yesterday and a lot of the content we need can come out of the other platforms that we're going to, we're going to speak about in a little bit of time. Dad just got an Apple box, Apple TV box. I understand maybe depending on the areas of the world you're in now, some content is free. Like their original mm. Apple content is free. Cause I know this is the time to bring in 
uh, people who want your, to your content. And maybe at the moment having everything to pay for is not an advisable thing. So get people in with your original content. If you are getting in additional content and they have to pay, that's fine. But I'd say Apple's a bit 50-50. And the one on YouTube, I know, are you a Karate Kid fan? Or? I have not watched Cobra Kai. That's what you're getting at. That's what I was going to get at. And I know a lot of uh, people who are a fan of the movies and the show is apparently very good. The other content on YouTube, and you can probably uh, expand on this a little bit more. Besides that, what else is on YouTube? What else can, can we... Can um, we I know there's a show with the famous YouTuber PewDiePie. Oh, PewDiePie. I know he's created a show. There's one with um, Malfoy um, yep. called Origin. Um, and then there's one called Sideswipe, which I saw that came out a couple of years ago. But there's nothing really big. I wouldn't say they're high profile or high budget yeah. shows. I think they're very kind of, yeah, just on the low scale of uh, TV programming. And at the end of the day, you're also, you know, paying for no ads on YouTube. But if you really have the patience, then, you know, that's not a big issue overall. Uh, let's and just see. Can, can I shut on that one quickly if you yeah. can't wait five seconds to press skip there's a real problem i think yeah, like yes. if you really want to pay and i don't know that on some browsers you can get extensions or whatever to, to stop ads but what's what's really the point because in the end if you get the ads you're getting it for free that's the reason whereas why would you want to pay for it i just don't see the point um that's my and 12 opinion. bucks a month it's kind of you know, if you want to spend that, that's fine. If you find yourself watching a lot of YouTube, I guess the shows are just an, <coughs> an extra benefit. Or if you're, yeah. you know, someone who's quite high profile on YouTube, you might be getting it free from your sponsors anyway. But yeah, yeah that's why I've kind of put it end of my end of my list. Okay, what what else you've got there? Uh, I guess you've got Apple and Foxtel in, in a similar. Yes, place. I do. I do have Foxtel next. Yeah. Um, and while Foxtel is kind of a satellite kind of you know, list of yeah. shows and their own individual channels. I do think it's improved over the years. I'm yeah. not sure if you agree with this, but I think over time it's almost turned it to its own streaming service. Cause now yeah. you can, you know, select through a list of movies and purchase them um, and individually for yeah. an extra cost. And they are some of the newer releases as well. So yeah, unlike, you know, Netflix and stuff has some older stuff, you know, very rarely has a new release, you know, at least Foxtel's, you know, showing these individual, um, New brand brand new movies and just charging a little extra for them um a little bit of a side tangent i want to go yeah. on i was talking to someone about it and I, i'm believing it's not it wasn't you because if it is tell me um I don't, I don't think it was but the idea just came up for me i'm like as you were saying with foxtel that you can buy some of the newer movies on there that pending price we obviously used to this was the whole generation in the 90s and noughties and even early 10s with the fascination of Blockbuster and that was the only way to get movies. So, so we'd, we'd pay yeah, and you'd go down. Why, why is it now that when you see even like, let's say the new Harley Quinn movies out and it's say $6 or six ninety, and you can, you can obviously get them also on YouTube and buy them for 48 mm. hours or whatever it is. Why is it that I don't think anyone does that? But that's what we always used to do. Um, that's a good question. I think because we do have the other, streaming platforms yeah. i think at some point we all know that they're gonna be available free yeah you know whether it's six months down the track a year free. down the yeah. track yeah free um on our netflix or on another streaming platform so we don't really bother to purchase them at that full price you know unless we're going to the cinemas when they first get digitally released now yeah. i think we're thinking oh well that'll be a netflix in six months i'll give it a watch then 
you know the urgency isn't there no i'd have to say you are correct that's my reasoning of it i just look at some of the movies that are out and i go oh, i really want to watch that but we see let's say parasite is four dollars on youtube and you go no nah, nah, i won't watch that it's like but why why aren't we like I guess then you know the money is going back to the people or however it works. Maybe it isn't. I probably don't know the system 100%. I was just thinking about that because we used to spend on average, you'd say probably 10 bucks a weekend at Blockbuster. It was Easy, it was expensive. Mm. It was nearly a staple of every weekend and you'd just do it like that and then you, hand it, then you would hand it back. So I know I just look at it now and I go, why don't we if we want to watch a new movie? And maybe it's not and we've spoken about this as a thing too. It's not advisable and financially stable to put a new release film like that on. But I, I look at it and I don't think it's a bad idea for some of the sort of newer ones um, that have just sort of come out. Cause I'd probably watch a couple of them like that for, for a little bit, but I oh know I'm just, I digress. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. But yeah, I do think, yeah, well, Foxtel does have that available. You know, it's got its movie channels and stuff that are yeah. all free. You can, we can record and watch yeah. some at any time. But I think overall the quality, and I, I think Foxtel's um, user interface is pretty slow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it just doesn't match up to some of the other services. It's, it, it's, it is a bit different. It's hard yeah. to compare Foxtel. But I do think... Um, in terms of its price as well, it's, I don't, I'm not sure how much your dad was paying for his Foxtel, but I know we're paying, you know, a hundred bucks, something a month, which is yeah. a lot more. Well, mm. we, we cut it because of the lack of sport. And again, we, we, we push on, but it's, that's what we basically had it for was sport because you have to then pay for the other $49 worth of content. So you had yeah. it for some stuff, but they'd keep just disappearing certain little channels that you liked and then would say, Oh, that costs more now. Now this package is in here. Uh, and yeah. we were probably, to be brutally honest, we probably got rid of it a bit before everything was going down uh, with what's going on in the world now. But we were kind of disappointed with the lack of, I know a lot of, especially Fox, don't care about their original subscribers. They're always just looking at new subscribers. But mm. sometimes when we're paying, it was like a ridiculous amount of money. And we called up and we're like, oh, we're getting rid of it. They're like, okay, cool. It's like, well, you're not going to go, here's this for free or here's that for free or you know, yeah. maybe, maybe we're going to, you can change your mind. Can we give you a month of this for cheaper just to keep you on? There's never a deal, is there, from Foxtel? Never respects, no. yeah, they're loyal, no. you know, long-term no. members. They would rather you, um, yeah, I don't think it's fair. So now we get into the nitty-gritty. And just to confirm your four, uh, in no particular order, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Stan, and Disney Plus, that's your remaining four, correct? Uh, yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll both go into our, our fourth now um, and we can have a quick little discussion on this. I think this is going to be where we get a little interesting. Yeah. So my fourth is Disney Plus. Bam, 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 bam. Correct. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So I think, you know, Disney's only been in Australia, what, since November, December last year. So it's still quite recent, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah, and I think in terms of content, I think if you're a Disney fan, I think it's incredible. You know, you've got pretty much every single Disney movie I can possibly think of on there. There's a few exceptions. Uh, but overall, I think you're paying, I think it's what, how much is that a month? No, I, I, I got the yearly subscription of, I think it's 90 or $89 for the year. Yeah, yeah, I think it's seven, eight bucks a month. And I think for that price, you get the content. 
I, you know, you get your Marvel movies, you yeah. get your Star Wars, you get your Disney classics, um, and you get your, you know, your um, National Geographic, yeah. you know, ge geographic um, different bits and bobs. So I think it's worth it, but I don't think there's enough to keep long-term subscribers happy. I think, I think when it right. first launched, you had the, Mandal uh, the Mandalorian, which is a huge Star Wars show. And I think that kind of drew in the original subscribers. That's what made me subscribe originally. And now that's over. I'm really not compelled to continue my subscription until maybe season two of that comes out. Mm. You know, because Disney aren't really, unless Disney's making a new film or something, unlike Netflix that can use multiple studios yeah. and, and make their own and put it on their own platform. Disney, you know, have to make this a budget thing before it actually goes onto the streaming platform. And right now that's not a, they're not making a whole lot no and so i'm just going through a bit of a scroll here and there's some really good other guys who've done podcasts on um sort of like deep dives into into disney plus and looking at what content is available because mm. when you look in the search function or and or you go even just by like alphabetical or whatever there is a lot of stuff on here but i feel like they're not also pushing what they have in some respects too because it's always just on the front page and i know that's what they want people to watch is i'm just looking right now there's a lot of simpson stuff um flying in my face there's obviously some marvel things some star wars but it's nearly at the time especially with what's going on in the world give us a bit of nostalgia nostalgia stuff like maybe i haven't seen many streaming services do this either but maybe a couple of little q and a's or etc just to see what actually might be what someone likes because you go back and there's some throwbacks here but i wouldn't even know half these movies are on here like yeah. without even doing like a, and not that i'm saying i'm going to go back and watch cheaper by the dozen um <laughs> I, I think this is probably would go to your number one though if you were, had kids between the age of oh, 12, for sure. 12 mm. and 18 or 10 and 18 because there's a lot of now like feel good i'm going through there's feel good sports movies here now some of the stuff isn't great and some of them again are just kids films but i'm looking mm. going there's actually a lot of stuff on here but they just keep smashing down our face with uh, some of the uh, them obviously C grade films yeah there's so many C grade stuff I'm looking here I'm like far out mm. so, and I noticed it's quite hard to find certain things on Disney Plus as well oh yeah and it's great you know like you said it's great they got the 30 se oh, 30 seasons of the Simpsons as well because that draws in you know the nostalgia hit like you said you know for long term yeah. fans that's just an added bonus um, but yeah yeah I think it's quite difficult to find things well, because I didn't even know, I just put in because um, I might want to watch the X-Men animated series, let's say. Mm, which yeah, is fantastic. Fantastic show. Sure. Yeah. And I've, I've seen parts of it. Like I've, seen, I've seen it all before, but it's like, say I want to go back. But it's got all the other X-Men movies. I know they're not trying to push X-Men down your throats because it's, they're not connected with the MCU. But they've got all the other movies here and not at one point on the homepage. Do you see it anywhere? Are they advertised? Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that too, because I'm actually just started the Wolverine yesterday. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't no, until I went into the Marvel category and scrolled yeah. down a couple, I actually saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you go Marvel and you go, uh, just because I've put X-Men in there and it comes up. There's a lot of these uh, shows, uh, like the live action shows that, that aren't great. And I think majority of them have now been disbanded. Besides Agents mm -hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think is still running. And I know Inhumans is shit, but I feel like that might be a good deep, deep dive for us to go into and have a look at what went wrong with Inhumans. But there's a lot of cartoons here too, and you can't... Like, old Spider-Mans. There's a lot of actual stuff on here. But you just... 
it doesn't show us it. Oh, yeah, a lot of the Fox stuff, you know, is hidden away. Yeah. Far out. There's a lot of stuff on here. You might have to go a little bit of a, might be a deep dive time. <laughs> yeah, so you need to go exploring to actually find some of the stuff you want. And I think sometimes we find that with, with some of the other ones on the list uh, heading up, that can be a bit of a mm. problem. But I think unless they can start pulling out some new content, they will lose people soon. Um, mm. And as much as I love having all my Marvel movies on this, uh, mm. what is great and your Star Wars and stuff, you need to start producing more content soon. Um, yeah. and start really pushing that stuff out. So yeah. there's some good stuff on there. There honestly is, but I, I do want to see um, some, some new content as soon as possible from this. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a month subscription, you could see everything you wanted to see and you'd be good to go and cancel until something new comes yeah. out. Yeah. And I think now even I've just done a little quick search um, again here, just while, while we're talking, there, there is some good stuff on it. But how many times am I watching Pirates of the Caribbean or like uh, some mm. of the, some of the stuff? Like Lone Ranger's on here. Now I have no idea that that was on here. Tron Legacy. You got the Percy Jackson films. <laughs> Delightful. Film. Yeah. Um, All right. Big Hero Six. Actually, very very good. Very mm. good. But I'd even say oh, some, you know. some people wouldn't even know what to look under, like without being rude, under Pixar, like. You click on Pixar, but and you, there's a lot of stuff on there. But I don't think everyone would would know all that stuff sort of under that. So we move on, mate. Number three. This is where we're going to start yeah. getting a little little interesting. Yeah. So number three, I've done Stan. I'm yep. sure you're probably very similar. Uh, so Stan's just available in Australia, and I think that's almost gone through a whole. Uh, my my emotions around Stan have you know been up and down. I think in terms of what's been on the service. Yeah. I mean, at first, you know, it had some really good content. Before Disney Plus, it had all the Marvel films or most yeah. of them. And that, you know, it's gone through phases when it's got um, certain licenses to show certain things, but they've only been on that service for so yeah. long. And then without, once that license is gone, Stan's kind of just stood there with some of, you know, some good Australian made shows, yeah. but not a lot else. I think you're hitting the nail on the head there. There's, there's, when it gets its exclusive, it's of an overseas show, it slams it down your face. Mm. So obviously the Disney stuff prior to Disney Plus for I reckon it was about twelve months. You saw that on every billboard everywhere. Yes, you've got you've got your Disney stuff. Like you've got to get Stan now. That was their big thing to try and get people in uh, in their battle with with Netflix. Now I look and you go. I remember there's some good shows on Stan. I, I have enjoyed some of the stuff on there, but stuff just disappears then, and then it will come back or so I enjoyed the loudest voice, um, that Russell Crowe one. That, that was good. There's a couple of good Aussie ones. Obviously, Ari worked on The Commons. I haven't watched that yet. I don't mind. I'm yet. sure it's amazing, Ari. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've watched The Other Guy, what I didn't mind. Um, Aussie, Aussie sort of comedy. It's got a lot of comedy specials um, from Aussie comedians. Um, yeah. On the, I'm just the only doing... original series I've watched is Wolf Creek, and that was pretty average. Yeah. So. so I'm just doing a bit of a scroll here. It's got all your Bond films, what's going to get the nostalgia out of some people and probably important for them leading up into what it was with No Time to Die and obviously that now disappearing um, for a yeah. little bit of time. That might uh, be annoying. It's got a lot of older shows though. So mm. in the end, I'm not a Scrubs person or like a Veronica Mars, but I'm seeing that. Like Lost is on there. 
mm. especially in this time. It's got a decent rewatchability factor. There's obviously Friends and Seinfeld um, in Australia are on Stan. So that gives, that's probably the only reason I'm 100% keeping it um, is because mm. of that. Uh, yeah. Family Guy and How I Met Your Mother, you know, Buffy. And I'm not sure if you've ever watched it, Will, but I'm a big fan of Younger. I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast, but it's actually a pretty good show. <laughs> I don't think I've watched any of that. It's got some decent movies also on there, but it doesn't bring in enough new ones on a regular mm. basis. So it'll have these movies, let's say, for like three months or six months, and then they'll just mm. disappear, and then they'll bring in a new sort of ones, but there's never every month thing like, okay, here's, we've got this new on stand, this new on stand. Like there's, yeah. there's some decent stuff on there, but as I sort of scroll through, it's just a long list of content. Like there's some really good movies on it, but I also find the it very hard to find some of the movies. Yes. And you'll mm. find like good stuff. Like I remember you and I, we went and saw what I thought was a very good film, Hell or High Water. Uh, oh, great, great, great film. Yeah, low budget but film, yeah. Low budget with some, uh, it's a good cast, uh, great story. Chris Pine. But mm. you go through it and you can't find that. And I'm like, that's not the same. That's the biggest um, thing that you can push for. Okay, it's got the Hobbit films and, and stuff like that. So it's got a little bit of rewatchability factor, but for me, it hasn't got enough good original content to no. lock you into to the service. So... No. And Netflix also has, you know, some quite a few of these shows as well. Mm. And Stan also kind of includes some C-grade stuff as well, hidden away. And I'm not sure. I'm not a big fan of Australian shows like House Husbands or, you know, yeah. Underbelly or The Young Ones. But if you like Australian television, I'd probably stay, go to Stan. Yeah. Because that's where you're going to find all your Aussie content. But other than that, you can find a lot of the stuff on Stan elsewhere. Yeah, you can. And, and I think for the way it loses content brings it back. Uh, it's marketing has gone down a little bit. I know they had that massive push around Christmas with heaps of new shows being released. Yeah. Um, but see, Parasite's just come out on it and I don't even know. And that's one of like, that should be really pushing. Like they should be pushing Oscar winner um, on their front page. I would have thought that's, that's a new one. So yeah. Now this is where we get into the nitty gritty Jack and yeah, I think I think the last two, I think they're both very good, but I think one in terms of content is superior. Yeah. But I think just the added bonuses of, which is number two on my list, Amazon Prime. Are you very Correct. similar? I Correct, understand. yeah. Yeah, so I think Amazon Prime, I think its content isn't, it doesn't have as much as something, no. say, even Stan, but I think it's got some of the best original content. For right. example, you agree with me here, The Boys, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Jack Ryan, I think are the three best shows I saw last year, hands down. Yeah, correct. And it has them all. Uh, I haven't watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, though, so I'll just put that out there. Um, but I think when you put it in context of what you're paying, uh, to pay the seven bucks plus your additional prime content that you get through it with the free delivery. And I know we're not doing a delivery review, but for me, that is uh, an exceptional service. And when I tell people, Oh yeah, but you get your delivery free, you can get all this up content. Uh, people are like, Oh, why are you paying for that? So well, I might not get something delivered this month, but you get all these other shows. 
Now, I know my family have just been smashing through This Is Us, uh, obviously a very uh, well-received TV show uh, in America. So that's that, and obviously in Australia too, there's all the Mission Impossible stuff on there. It's actually some decent new movies. Uh, Mm. Oh, it's got Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, does it? I didn't even know that. There you go. I know what I'm watching tonight. Yeah, well, that's just new. Apparently it's new out on it. So that's, that's brutal. Uh, obviously the boys <laughs> no but the boys is great uh, yeah, boys we spoke, is we've spoken about previously um, the Australian test um, documentaries on there there's a couple of other football documentaries too uh, then we're also looking here Once Upon a Time in Hollywood everyone's favourite Fast and the Furious movie Hobbs and Shaw um, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure we'll say that yeah, yeah I'm just taking the piss but once <laughs> you get I think the thing is once you get out of the front page, hmm. there is not a lot there. Yeah. So That's I'm cool. sort of scrolling a little bit down. Okay, it's oh, prime featured movies, long shot. Did you ever see long shot? Yeah, I saw it with you. Yeah, you did, correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> very good. That one's yeah. on I'll watch that again. I fucking I bloody love that movie. Yeah, that's uh, a great film. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think you also do it, you know, while it has all those great originals, I think the fact, like you said, you get, you know, free delivery on your Amazon purchases, which yeah. is, you know, you can save a lot of money doing that if you do buy a lot on, online. And it also comes with a Twitch Prime membership as well. So if you're yeah. a gamer, it comes with, you know, free skins or free yeah. guns every month for some of the games you might be playing, which is just a really added feature really overall. See, so oh, it's just the small things. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at it now again and, and going through. There's actually some very good stuff on this lower down as you scroll down, but I don't think anyone would know it's there. Like, yeah, what kind of stuff we're looking at? I don't know, but I even just like movies. It's got Green Book, which is an Oscar-winning movie. Like, I enjoyed that very much. Like, there's some stuff on here as you're scrolling and you go, it's actually not that bad. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, football things they've got on there, different sports things. There's a couple of Aussie things on there also. Not, not great. Uh, <laughs> but, I, I, yeah, again, they're trying to push their original content and then you try and find these other things and you go, oh, okay, cool, that's, that's in there. Uh, hmm. But now as we move on, I think yeah, that's such a low price. You know, it's seven bucks, isn't it, a month? Yeah. For all that, which is really good value i think in my opinion it's also i should also mention i've started watching um hunters as well yeah um which is with al pacino and that's also starting to turn into one of my favorite shows as well okay so mm. no it's, uh, yeah no i would recommend that as a whole package. to anyone uh that is looking to get a streaming service i think at this point in time so if you want something i would recommend it yeah, yeah, I would too. I say, especially if you're, you know, you're purchasing a lot from Amazon as well, yeah. and you also get free a free Kindle book and you know some music as well. Do you get a free Kindle of, book? Not a no, sorry, not a free Kindle book, but actually like digital, digital versions of some books, not a different <laughs> Kindle book. I was like, oh, you get a free, you get a free Kindle book. When did you get? <laughs> um, yeah. So I think in the especially in the world we're living in today, if you don't want to go to the shops, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I think Amazon Prime, out of this whole list, is just a whole lot of features in one package. And it's not just the video subscription that you're kind of buying it for. No. And so, obviously, our number one is 10Play. 
Yes, template, correct. Yes, template. Yes. Uh, so it's got neighbors, home and away, everything you could want. <laughs> how does it have home and away? Um, oh, sorry, no, my bad. Obviously, number one is Netflix. And I think Netflix, it's always, yeah. it's always, always been Everest. Always will be. Always mm. been it. Now, the amount of content will change in which region you're in. Um, again, as we've spoken about having Stan and obviously overseas, there's Hulu, there's, there's a lot of different options. Mm. Now, yeah. Netflix has ruled the game for years and the content we have here in Australia is, I think, very good. Um, at, at this point in time, there's enough to watch. And I think the half the problem with it sometimes is there's a lot of good stuff. You sit down and go, I don't know what to pick. Yeah, it's almost too hard to decide, isn't it? But that's a good thing at the same yeah. time. Because yeah. um, sometimes you do look at Stan and go, what's going on? Um, Netflix does uh, sort of jump between different documentaries, good original TV shows. Um, and whether the documentary is sort of based on real events or is a bit of a skew uh, of what's going on. There is a good amount of comedies. Now, obviously, the big thing is their original content. What's your favourite original content? Um, oh that's a good question uh, like i said the other day i did like altered carbon but i think with your opinion too i do think stranger things is by far the best netflix show i think you're correct there i'm just sorry i'm not looking at if you're the if you like no if you like sci-fi obviously yeah. which i do and I think. um and i would the amount of stuff they've got on there um is just i would have to say a yeah, strange thing is probably their big one what was uh buddy will smith's movie that came out a couple of years ago. What was that called um, on Netflix? Which uh, one? Sorry. His like Netflix original um, Bright when Bright came oh, out Bright. in 2017. Yes. I actually didn't mind that too much, but I think their biggest problem was they probably pulled too much of a big budget on it. Uh, whereas I think they could have probably toned it down a tad and you'd have a couple more movies. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. I'm not sure if you agree with Netflix originals too, but I think, you know, it's great that Netflix are producing all this content, but with so much content, some of it loses its quality and there's almost so much stuff that you almost don't want to watch half the shows because you question yeah. how good they're actually going to be. I think you're correct there. It's, um, it's one of those weird things because there is so much and they're pushing out so much stuff. And then I feel like some weeks with Netflix, there's nothing on. And then mm. in like two weeks, they just throw everything down your throat and you're like, fire out. I can't keep yeah. up and watch all this. Um, yeah. So, and, I, and if you want a good idea of um, some horrible Netflix movies, just wait till uh, December each year for their 10 new Netflix original Christmas movies with <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> she must just be waiting. I'll them. make them in the middle of, yeah, no, you would watch every single <laughs> I think there's a good mix though that I think the beauty of Netflix is they can have a stranger things and create that. And then they can have mm. like a chef show that I think we've, we've chatted out before. Yeah. Oh, I love chef show. Yeah. Chef show is great, but you can, you can have both of those things in there and then it does tailor more to um, what, what people really want uh, and what they really need. So I think like I'm even looking at a couple. Um, uh, yeah. But I think, Oh yeah. No, no, you go. No, there's, there's, there's some, obviously the, the top 10 at the moment, like I'm going through what's, what's there and there's some, some good things. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine obviously is a, a great show and that's still on there and that's always in the top 10 uh, of yeah. things they're watching here. I've just brought Community on. I've never really watched Community, but I know they've 
been trying a while to get a couple of other comedies, their original cheer shows and, and different things. Are, yeah. There's uh, so much stuff. I think similar to Disney, some of the stuff is kind of pushed behind, you know, a couple of different menus if you want to get to some of the better, yeah. some of the better things or some of the stuff you don't even know that's on there. But I think, you know, Stranger Things and Orange is New Black and Mindhunter yeah. are some of, you know, Netflix's better original shows yeah, amongst absolutely. all of it. Yeah, and I think that when they had all your uh, Marvel shows on there too, was it obviously an mm. interest? That was a, a great time, and that was always that was probably their biggest stuff uh, at that point. And Daredevil, yeah. I still think, is probably one of their best shows they've put out. Um, did you ever watch Bodyguard? Um, I did, I did. I love the Bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that yeah. was. I enjoyed that one. I don't know if again. I think the thing is, we see these in Australia as like a Netflix original for a lot of but international in the UK, shows it's done by yeah, BBC or yeah. whatever. So sometimes we, we may be saying this is a Netflix original for us, but it may be. They buy the license and almost brand it as their own. Yeah, correct. Um, so that's, that's the difference here um, that we do have. So I think their cooking shows are great also. Um, mm. And let's see, I'm looking now and I've scrolled down, I'd say, let's say 30 scrolls. And it's the first time I've seen Stranger Things. It just shows how yeah. the difference is in, um, I'd love to see their viewership numbers, obviously, when it comes out to where it is just now. Like, is anyone watching Stranger Things right now? Mm. Or is it mm-hmm. like, and, and how it works? And I know they don't give out their viewership numbers. Um, yeah. But so I've but no, I think all the way down, yeah, and there's some good stuff, but there's also a lot not going on here. Yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, I mean, if you're in isolation, you haven't used any one of these streaming platforms before, I think. If you're looking for a whole lot of content of, you know, different studios and originals, I think Netflix by far is why we've labeled it number one is the one to go to. Yeah. I think you are we correct. could go on about the shows for days. Uh, I think as, as we sort of slide through and, and look at it, and I think we've given it a decent shout of, of our top hmm. seven here, is this is all about what your preference is and, and what you yeah. enjoy and how much... Um, of what content you want. Cause I know some people would go, well, I just want to watch friends and Seinfeld. Yeah. So stands yeah. the one for me. And I just like playing that uh, in the background and I'll rewatch and, and rewatch, or I want the original con- content that Netflix provides me, or I'm a James Bond nut. So I'll happily pay mm. the money for Stan, or I just like my Disney shows. And as we pull on, so for example, if you're looking, your Netflix is here in Australia, obviously let's say you've got, 15 bucks for Netflix because you got three or four people in the house that might be watching it at once. Prime seven bucks, stands 10, Disney's let's say 10 a month. So my mm. quick maths yeah. would be about $42, between 45 bucks. So mm. now in Australia, we have another, now we talk about streaming services from the perspective of uh, entertainment. We haven't spoken about sport, but in Australia, we have one called KO um, mm. that at the moment, everyone is literally getting rid of because there is no sport in the world. That's fair. But that is $25 a month for one or two devices. I think if you want three or four, it goes to 35. So it's good value. So if you're putting all of that together, my quick maths again shows me we're at between 70 and $80 Australian. Now, as we said before, how much was Foxtel costing you guys? A hundred, hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred bucks to, 130 pending on, on what you've got you're nearly better off having between three and four services plus if you're interested in sports having your sports mm. and you've ended up saving even if it's only 20 bucks um you end up saving a little bit 
now we we digress a little bit also uh, and look at what TVs you can get that provide all these applications or if you're using a, a Chromecast, et cetera, um, hmm. to, to put them on your main TV because I know and our, our TV at the moment, one of them has the apps, one of them doesn't or has some and, and doesn't have some others. But you, you can save a bit of money from comparing that to your Foxtel, et cetera, if you get two or three of them and a sports you can save nearly 50 percent if you don't get even if you don't get the sports packages um mm. but i think for everyone in, in this day and age is is an important factor now the other thing i just we wanted to have a quick chin wag about uh before yeah. we 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 finish off today's episode is your seven plays uh or is it ten play seven plus seven uh, plus ten play yeah uh sbs on demand um here in australia we have a lot of those uh, and some of them actually have some really good content. So, and they're free. The only thing is you, get, you have to get the ads. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the only problem. They throw in 30 second to a minute ads in between, yeah. like you, as if you yeah. watch them on TV. Yeah, exactly. So I think I was, um, I've caught up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine through it because in the end you get, they keep six episodes on there. Um, some of them have limited TV shows, limited series. They keep their, the whole eight episodes, six to eight eps on. Now, again, you can't watch. I know some of them do also keep full seasons of shows that they have. Yeah, like One Tree Hill. I've been yeah. re-watching that. Yeah, all nine seasons of that. So, oh, is that, actually, all, is that all nine seasons? All nine seasons and seven plus. Seven. I thought it was going to be like <laughs> one or two of the seasons. Oh, no, all of them. It's great. Seven plus. Oh, One Tree Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm up to season eight again. Uh, good stuff. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, no, well worth. People are doing a little bit of... Banging around the house right now. Um, oh, doing a bit of, doing oh. a bit of no, not like that, Jack. Not. Get your head out of the gutter. Going to say that loud. Doing a bit of housework, mate. Doing a bit of housework. Um, oh, good. I'm glad you rephrased that. Yeah, no, I'm just just making sure, <laughs> making sure, my friends, just chillax. Um, so no, in the end, I think with the amount of content that's um, on these services, I think it is a killer for someone like a Foxtel. And this is not a bash Foxtel episode, but with what you can get. There is, a, there is enough content out there, even if we don't want to rank them, just to say that there's, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm just going to read out my top seven again, just in yeah. order from last to best. So we've got YouTube Red, probably good for streamers. Apple TV is okay. But once again, like you said, there's not a whole lot of content on there. There's The Breakfast Show with Jennifer Anderson, which everyone seems to be raving about. Yeah. But you've probably got a month's worth of stuff there. Not even that. Foxtel, we've discussed Disney, Stan, Amazon Prime, and Netflix. That's my order also. And I think it's a, yeah, I think the streaming services that we've got at the moment, it, it's great to catch up on the content that you are missing or you've missed out on, or in this time you want to, um, in this social distancing world. Also, Netflix has its Netflix party uh, application. I'm sure a lot of the other ones will also bring, be bringing out similar um things it's also great and i think the biggest thing to do with these streaming services is sit down and just deep dive into all of them and spend half an hour not just to go through the main page search them have a look through find the content that interests you and there really should be enough there now i say that um saying there should be there may not be but there should be enough content um to get you through especially this time you shouldn't have any moments where you're going i don't know what to watch there's a lot of rewatchability factor on most of these, especially the top four. Also, there's a lot of new content. Um, what I think is important, 
and the streaming wars battle is going to continue, but I think Netflix is always going to come out as the number one um, in what's being produced. Mm, Because I remember when Netflix first came out, you know, it was out in America for a couple of years before it even reached Australia. Yeah. And it wasn't even widely announced when it did hit, you know, because it was only available if you had like a gaming console. It wasn't on smart TVs because they didn't exist. So it was kind of a niche thing when it first came out, what, five years ago. Mm. But yeah, now it's, yeah, the juggernaut it is. No, it's a... it's a, they're all excellent things. And obviously we, we forget what it's like to go to Blockbuster on a, on a Friday night and get our, whether it was like, Oh my God, I've got a whole series that I have to watch 24 episodes in over a weekend or a couple of new movies and a couple of older ones. Uh, and I think we always will miss that. Uh, Dino's just there doing a little bit of work. Um, <laughs> Tell him we won't be long. No. Um, and I think that's how, that's how we push on. So I think uh, anything you want to end today's episode with Mace? Yeah, I'll just give uh, two recommendations to, um, yeah. So I think the first I watched, yeah, so what I've been watching, I've watched uh, the Modern Family season series finale last night. Oh. And I've I've only watched up to season six and then the bits and bobs in between this one and season 11. But no, it ended well. It was a bit rushed, a bit quick, but I think it was quite heartfelt and yeah, good way to end the series for those people who love Modern Family. Yeah, I wanted to, we've got a list of content that we want to try and sort of uh, bang out uh, while there's not much else going on at the moment. One of the ones is I want to have another look at Modern Family. Uh, I might have a little bit of a, a deep dive into to re-watching some of it and seeing what happened because I feel like that's 10 years. It ran for 10 seasons, Greg Jack, or 9 or 11, 10, 11. 11 seasons in the end. So now I think about it, that was coming out when we were in year 11-ish, give or take, at school. Yeah, 2009 to 2020. Yeah, I remember when that was now. And it was a completely different world of TV and entertainment mm-hmm. and how we consume things. And, and now it's changed. And I feel like that show was had so much promise. And then it just deep-dived once all the kids got a little bit older. And yeah. I, again, I felt I just stopped watching it, but whether it gets a resurgence once it's finished now, maybe, but I think I'd be interested to to go back and have a, have a bit of a watch. Um, yeah, I feel like that. it was like most shows though, you know, get to season seven and kind of takes a bit of a decline yeah. naturally, like all shows, they run out of yeah. things, yeah. you know, everyone gets girlfriends or families. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially when it's a family, family show. Well, yeah. Families of families. Yeah. When the kids go away. Yeah. Uh, how do you get everyone back in to create a story, especially difficult when I know when you talk about sitcoms, it's uh, like a Seinfeld or a friends is having like three different connecting stories to come together to, to end on a, on a payoff. So Seinfeld there's four characters always putting two different characters together with single characters to then connect in a story. Friends always, if you look back at it, normally it's three different art, three different stories to, to come together. Uh, modern families three families so how do you get different families there's only so many times you can do it especially like you said when when kids are getting older and they go away there's only so many times you can can keep them there what else did you watch Jack? yeah and um this is something i actually watched uh middle of last year so so it's a bit old but it's on netflix it's called russian doll Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if you've ever heard of it or watched it. it yeah but i loved it and that's uh with um the girl from american pie um yep. i forgot her name um natasha something i believe and it's just it's a bit like a groundhog day like show yep. she wakes up uh every night to her birthday party and certain things keep happening and she keeps having to repeat that exact same day and a bit different from groundhog day because things slowly start to change and she doesn't know why yeah 
and um, yeah, it's a very mysterious show. And I, I can't say a lot without kind of giving you plot details, but it's only eight episodes and the episodes are about 30 minutes each. So you can get through it pretty fast and it's a really good watch, yeah, especially if you did like Groundhog Day or time travel like shows. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So the thing that I've been starting to do, I haven't watched since we last recorded, I haven't really touched on anything else. I've been following up on Temple, just nearly finishing that now, uh, doing my bit of morning exercises as I watch that. And the other thing I have started to do, what I think is perfect in this quarantine world because of self-isolation or social distancing world is you know, get off our, as we, even though as all of this podcast is all about being connected with the screen, it's in the name, um, tried to have some less screen time and I got a couple of uh, Avengers and Marvel colouring in books. So oh, I saw that. I saw that. That's no, cool. but That's so they're not colouring in books, but it's like a comic and you have to colour in the comics. So um, waiting for some pencils to get delivered, but I found some other ones here. So, you know, just having a little bit of colour, sit down, listen to a podcast like ours. Um, and you can, you know, it's a full comic. So uh, one of them was Civil War uh, and one was a, an Avengers one. The only thing I don't like is it doesn't come with the words. So it's just the pictures. I was like, I kind of actually wanted to read the comic as I'm coloring it in. Um, yeah. What I thought was a little bit interesting. Um, Cause again, like I bought this off Amazon, but you sort of look at this stuff and I was like, Oh, what can I do? Like, there's no puzzles at the moment. Like you can't get puzzles anywhere. Cause I'm guessing mm. everything's just been. Sold. Oh yeah. all sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I so this was my next best. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I can just chill out, relax. Uh, have a drink, do a bit of colouring in, get back to my artistic ways, as I know you were very artistic. Um, yes, I'm a fantastic artist. Fantastic artist. But so that was something else that I've been doing. Um, but I think it's always important to use this time to catch up because I don't want anyone to get out of this six months or three months or wherever you are in the world and go, damn, I didn't have time to watch that or I never got to do that. So um, I think it's a perfect time. Pick a Pick a show before you go to bed. Pick a show to do some exercise to pick some podcasts to listen to whether it's ours or whether it's other podcasts and just try and absorb as much media as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to get through it. And you know, I've actually heard that podcast listening is actually down out of all the times, which is a really interesting fact to know, but hopefully if you're listening to us, that will change. I think it could nearly be, I think a lot of people podcast at work um, mm, on it, the it, commute on the morning it, commute to work. It, yeah. And at work is, is a, is a key time. Whereas it there, where they're at home, you really can't listen to this type of media while watching TV. It's sort of a work thing. It's, it is a commute thing. Um, I'm, but I've also found some of the content that I listen to and you may also find has nearly declined a little bit during this time. Uh, whereas some people like us, we're independent podcasters, um, aren't we Jack? Whereas some it's people as, as their job is to podcast and more of the professional shows now have nothing to talk about. So they're, they're, they're struggling, um, struggling there. So mm. shall we uh, sign off now, Mason? I, I reckon, I reckon we for, will. Our, for our streaming streaming services. Um, again, thank you everyone for listening. Where can everyone find you, Jack? Did you have a chance to change your Twitter or not? No, I didn't yet. So it's still screen underscore blend for our Twitter and Jackie Boys 22 for my personal Twitter mm. and screenblend.net for our website. And yeah. there's also... Will, uh, Instagram? Yeah, mine uh, will be Cuts and my Twitter of... I think I actually changed my Twitter in the end, so I'm very happy about that. I think it's Will be Cuts also. Um, so you can go on there, give us a follow. It's about being interactive, creating content for everyone at the moment uh, and using this time to focus on things that we would always say we don't have enough time to do. This is the perfect time to do them. 
But if you are an essential worker, continue to be an essential worker and listen to our podcast. Um, But thank you everyone uh, for listening to today's show. Remember you can go catch up with previous episodes where we ranked all our Marvel movies and give us your ranking. Uh, You can still go back and find the graphic there on our our Instagram, give it a screenshot, type in your top five, share them with us. Uh, If you have any comments, um, you can leave them on any of your favorite podcasting apps where you're listening to us from. Leave us a review. As Jack would say, just a five-star review is perfect. Anyone who releases, leave a six-star review. (laughs) So you do the five and then in the comment, you add an extra star. So you just go plus one. Um, and a- any comments people leave, we'll read them out on the show. So, so please start sending those in. It does help massively. Um, every person who can just leave, leave a review, review there. Give us a share, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. As Jack said, you can read any additional information about what's going on in the world and our rankings on our website. And again, thank you, everybody. Just sign us off, Jack. We're all done. Yeah, yeah the Screen Blend and Jack and Will. And we'll see you next week. Ta-da.